Welcome back to what? The French. <laughs> Yo, what is up, my friends? Welcome back to What the French Toast, your favorite podcast that leaves you asking yourself the question, what the French toast did I just listen to? Today, we have a great topic for you, as always. But first, Megan, how you been? How you doing? I haven't talked to you in a while, it seems like. Yeah, uh, I'm good. I mean, I'm just really tired. It's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, this is fair. Yeah. Why has your week been long? Just work and then um, not feeling good. And then I babysat today. Yeah. Cute my baby. Friend's, my friend's baby. She's so cute. But Looks just like her mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's exhausting. Even though she was like the easiest baby probably in the history of babies. Like it was hard. Yeah. I was like afraid fair. to like harm or kill this child that's not mine you know <laughs> you did yeah that's fair you know you did a great job i'm proud of you you didn't kill the Thank baby you. the baby I left didn't. healthy i didn't smiling. harm her kill her she, she ate, did a good job she, slept, she played she had a good time that's a that's a win that's yeah. a win I agree. you said i could be a mother and i was like you're this is yeah because this isn't <laughs> your child what do you mean yeah, you're I about get to, to get give rid her back. of this child in like an hour that's going to be, that'd be funny. Yeah. Give her back and no, I don't have to worry about it anymore. Dude, it'd be funny to see you as a mom. I, it'd be terrible to see me as a dad. I feel like Why I'd stuff on my kid. Because I just can't picture you as a mom right now. I guess it's fair. Not, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think anybody's here to listen to us talk about our potential children in the future, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, this is true. That's Speaking a different of type potential, of Look, I got, I got the merch. Why don't you just stand up? <laughs> because that would have been easy. And we don't do shit easy here. I want the French toast. We got to go around to get there. It takes twice as long, but we'll do it eventually. Okay, fair. Fair. How's, how's the little pup in the room with you? I know he's in there. Yeah, he is. He's in here. He's recovered from his surgery. You would never know anything happened. You would have never known anything happened even when it happened. But, you know, it's fine. He's good. He's happy, healthy, needy, crybaby expensive he is a crybaby yeah you'll sneeze and then you'll hear him from like i could be i'll be in florida again <laughs> on like tuesday and i'll sneeze and i'll faintly hear him just whining somewhere in yeah. texas from states away i'll be like winston yeah winston he's, he's needy and he's a crybaby so i mean i don't know it's the pug it's the husky i'm not sure what it is but maybe it's just because he's a baby who knows yo changing subjects for just a second megan yes chiefs are going back to the super bowl just oh. saying dog i'm so so hyped and by the time you're listening to this the super bowl will have already happened so just know that if the chiefs haven't won the super bowl you might not see me on any more podcast episodes i don't know who knows i might just run away to alaska i don't have anything to add to that um i might watch the halftime show Un unclear go chiefs go chiefs all right anyway today's topic is wild and i'm not even gonna i think i think uh i think i don't have anything to add i'll be traveling i'll be traveling again on tuesday right so i'm mm -hmm. excited for that i'm in texas right now i've been in texas for like two days i'll be here for the rest of today and tomorrow and then i leave again for like two weeks so yeah great stuff I have nothing to add. I've, I mean, just been so busy with work that I just don't. I mean, I went on a date last night. 
Oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How was it? How'd it go? It was good. We actually ended up like we met for dinner at 5.30 and I didn't like, then we just hung out in the parking lot until like 1.30. Just hung out in the parking lot? Yeah, and talked. That and, seems like... Like, I know it sounds sketchy, but I swear to God, we just talked. <laughs> Did you? We didn't do what? anything else. And it was it was just fun to just like connect and relax and, you know, enjoy company. So it was fun. Hey, it's cool. I hope to go out with him again. Hey, I... I don't date anymore. I've never, I'm not dating. I'm not going on dates. I'm not talking to anybody. I You am... did go on a date, but you've already mentioned I'm it, not, I think. But I'm not, you did I'm go on a, on a date since we said we weren't dating. I never went on a date. You did. Nope. Yeah, whatever. I don't Prove even want to get into this shit. Prove I'm going to fight you. I want nothing to do with this. I want to Listen, leave. all I'm saying is, I've, I've upheld my end of the deal. I haven't dated. Whatever. Fuck you. No, you didn't. Bullshit. I haven't dated. No. You can't call one person out there that you know who that I. You're I've, right. I can't call anyone because you date off of Bumble, and how would I know who they are? I don't just date off of Bumble. I date off of other things too. Anyways, jumping right into this topic. Speaking of dating, today we are going to be talking about. Dating kind of ish in a way. Yo, dating sucks. It's annoying mm -hmm. and it's a little ridiculous out there. And today, just in terms of saying what the fuck, that's what we're doing. What the fuck? Why the fuck is dating so hard? Megan, you have your own area. You have your own specific, specific area of this topic. I guess so. This is a hard one. But since it's Valentine's Day, when you're listening to this, happy Valentine's Day. I thought we should touch on dating since, you know, that was the best we could get to Valentine's without fighting over which true crime case to cover. <laughs> Speaking of true crime, we're going to do that soon. So stay tuned. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, yeah, uh, before we start, I have a question for you. Hello? Yeah, I definitely muted myself because I was taking a drink of water and I didn't want the gulp to like get caught in the microphone. I know you're about to throw it back to me though. You can't, you gotta warn me. What's up? What's your so question? So I have a question for you. Hello. Yeah, welcome I know. back. What's your Thank you Thanks for so leaving much. our podcast without telling me. I um, was here. I just went to take a drink of the water. So if your dating life, apparently previously, not currently, um, had a theme song what would it be and why mm, if my um probably that's a that's a crazy question if yeah. my dating life had a theme song what would the theme song be and why um men are trash by scotty side that's bullshit because i picked that song too <laughs> And you're looking at the notes, and that's how you fucking know that shit. I yeah. Well, whatever. You're, you're um, an asshole today. Whatever kind of... I'm what did go. Oh, my nose. Who pissed in your Cheerios? Winston. Well, that's not unlikely, to be honest. Yo. Um, I, it would have to be the flash theme song because okay. bro I can't keep a fucking be relationship going. yeah bro it's like for two seconds and then it's gone like on <laughs> to the next you just keep moving forward 
just keep swimming. That's the one. That's the, okay. that's Do- the song. Dory song. I'm picking it. Dory just <laughs> keep swimming because you just got to keep going. Okay, fair. Yeah, I mean, dating sucks. Like that's all. I mean, we could just end it at that. Like five minutes in, dating sucks. You know, dating sucks. And I feel like it used to be so much more simple than it is now because like people would meet people at work or like when they went out and then you just like go on a few dates you make it official you get engaged you get married and you have kids god like, damn that escalated like very quickly it was a very quick timeline for most people like it just happened very fast like you met someone at school and then by the time you graduate you're engaged and then married you know what i mean like it wasn't mm-hmm. now i feel like it's a really long timeline like you're there's like this societal expectation you have to be dating or talking, you know, for X amount of time and then dating for four years and then you get engaged and you have a long engagement and then you get married. And I guess everybody's different, but it's just kind of a weird like how it used to be so much quicker. Maybe that's not necessarily a good thing or easy, but it seemed to be so much faster. And I just feel like it's gotten really stressful now for people because like specifically the advancement of technology makes it more difficult People are meeting online. They're dating multiple people at once. They're using social media as a way to like keep track of each other. And it's never been easier to like obsess over, um, you know, a text message or stalk someone on Instagram or social media, browse through pictures of your exes or their exes or who they're currently with. And I mean, like there's Facebook groups for people in different cities and to post pictures of the person that you're dating to see if they're dating other people in your city. Like, Hey, do you recognize this guy? Are you also dating him? Um, I didn't know it's that. Like, That's wild. Yeah, yeah. Watch out. Cause what? we can't review people on Bumble, but we can certainly post about it in these groups. Like Dallas has one. Um, I know that there's another one in Houston and there's a couple of other ones too, where people just share pictures of the people that they've dated with the intention of either like, saying hey don't date this guy he's an ass or like are you also dating this person like i think he might be dating other people it's kind of wild but is that like already in a relationship i don't know i mean i've i've seen it like i'm in the groups just because i think it's funny and it's like drama you know like i just watch and see like when people are like wait yeah like i dated him or i am dating him stuff like that but no it's like people like i met this guy on bumble and he seems a little fishy maybe he has a girlfriend is someone else dating him you know, like mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. And it just gives you like the internet gives you access to like become an FBI investigator and find out details about people that they just aren't ready to tell you yet. You know? Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, I, I guess we'll get into this in a second, but I feel like if you're just dating somebody, like if you haven't made it exclusive, like say you meet somebody on Bumble and it's like your first date and it goes well and it's just like, Hey, maybe like go out on a second date and they're like yes please but then like i have the right to date other people like we're not exclusive we're not I, absolutely but i think so everyone is different as to yeah in their like expectations because like i've have i have some guy friends who said like there's there was a girl who they matched with and like pretty much as soon as they matched this person like made it seem like as if they were like officially in a relationship mm-hmm. dating like let's make it official on facebook and, like let's tell the world start posting pictures of each other, that kind of thing. And um, they just match. Like they barely even talk. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I guess I, yeah, that's, people are weird. People are very strange. Um, But that's kind of what we're talking about. So. No, I just feel like, I mean, I think the Facebook groups are totally a thing that depend on the person, right? Like some people are going to be 
oh yeah we just matched but he's being weird so is he dating someone else like does he already have a girlfriend and that's why he's being kind of sketch or people who have been like in a long-term relationship and are just like wait are we dating the same person if that makes sense I feel like it's a bit much to jump to conclusions like, oh, we just met and I know nothing about him. He's being weird. He has another girlfriend. Like, yo, if the, if you're one of these people, you need to relax. You need to chill out. Yeah. Okay. This you're you people are making dating very hard. Quit it. But I think that's it is because dating nowadays, like the style of courtship and like navigating dating is different than it used to be. It's difficult and confusing. And so it used to be very kind of clear, like you went on dates and they were chaperoned and you know, those types of things. And then now it's just kind of the lines are all blurred, you know? That makes sense. I mean, I don't really know what to say. I, it's just weird. Like I don't people people have such a strange perception of things. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, I guess I started my research by reading a book by Modern Romance or called Rod- Modern Romance by Aziz Ansari, which is kind of mm-hmm. a weird um, combo, I guess. Um, he wrote it with a sociologist named Eric Kleinenberg. And they did like a lot of studies. But when I read the book, he was he mentioned a couple of times how we're like decades ago, people were getting married around like six months after dating, like getting into an official relationship. But now most That's of the time wild. we wait so much longer. And so it's like that um, li- it's not linear, like the predetermined life path isn't linear anymore. It's not like graduate high school, go to college, get married, have kids, have a baby. Like, does that make sense? Like it kind of happens for everybody so differently. And I mean, According to the U.S. Census, the average age that people got married was in the 1950s was 20 years old for women and 24 for men. But now, or in 2023, it was 28 years old for women and 30 for men. So it it's very clear that we're all waiting longer to get married. But I don't understand mm-hmm. why that impacts. Like, I guess that's what impacts dating, if that makes sense. In a sense of like, you, we we don't understand like there's not that predetermined life path anymore. So we can kind of do whatever we want, and we can do it at whatever point in our lives that we decide to. Which I think is cool for like a lot of reasons, but I also feel like it's like yes, but there's also other reasons that contribute to that, and the other reasons that contribute to that are that people don't want the same things anymore. Like to find somebody that's just like, hey, I this is just my experience, but I feel like to find somebody that's like, Hey, I'm looking for something serious. Right. And especially on like a dating, like a dating app, like say it's Bumble, right? So Mm -hmm. you get on Bumble and you go on a date with somebody. I think for both of us, if, if you sit down and it's the first date and that person is like, listen, Hey, I just want to be upfront. And I just want to be honest. Like I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm not looking for casual shit. Like I'm looking to eventually settle down i want to get married and like i want Mm -hmm. to have a family like i'm 28 29 30 like i'm ready like i'm ready to do this a lot of people on that first date would be like uh this is a lot that's that's heavy like yeah red flag turn off i don't know because i think for example if i was going on a date with someone and i knew what my intentions were but i have no idea what theirs are by them being open and straightforward if they don't line up then that it's better to get that out of the way because if if I know, for example, I'm only looking for a hookup, then or like something casual, but I but they aren't. Well, then why waste either of our times, talk like even going on another date, for example, just to wait until what there's a 
like a societal expectation you have to wait until mm -hmm. a certain time in a dating s situation to talk about those types of things that's true i guess getting out of the way is great i will also say that i feel like it's difficult right now to just to find people that want that too like i feel like it's difficult to mm -hmm. find people that want to have like a serious relationship and settle down because again in my experience a lot of people that I have gone on dates with or date are literally like, even if it is Bumble, I will like swipe right on somebody. Swipe right. Yeah. I'll swipe yeah. right on somebody and I'll be like, Hey, we'll message. And then it's just like in their profile, it'll be like, Hey, no hookups. I'm not wanting hookups. I'm not here for casual shit. And it's like, Oh, cool. Like, great. I, neither am I like, I'm kind of over that point in my life specifically. That's just me. But you go on a date with this person, then you get there. And it's just like, that's all they want is just a hookup. Like it's very, it's like very evident that they're just like immediately trying to be like, yeah. So like, you want to go like get a hotel? Like what? I don't know. I think it's just odd. Like, I think that though is, with the intention of like trying to sideswipe or side get away from people who just immediately like slide in your DMS with a dick pic. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like trying to say like, Oh, I, I don't want hookups. So I'm just saying that because I don't want hookups necessarily, but I also don't want every person that I match with to immediately like be all weird and like being forward about having sex immediately, that type of thing. I, I don't know. Dating is so complicated. Like, I mean, the good thing is now you can like live the life, you live your life the way that you want to live it. And you don't have to, you know, go in this like linear path of what, you know, society kind of expected of people before. Um, but it, I don't know, it's just weird. And I think it's a hard, there's like, it's a rock and a hard place between finding people who want to just hook up and people who want like something more serious. Like there is, it's not clear for everyone because it really is dependent on where you're at, like in that specific point in your life. Yeah. How, as a girl, like if you're on Bumble or some shit, how many dudes just slide into your DMs immediately with like a fucking dick pic? I mean, not as much anymore. Um, in I mean, I use Bumble and Hinge. So Hinge, you can't send pictures, so you don't have to worry about that. But there are times where it's like immediately as soon as like I match with someone after two messages, they're like, what's your Snapchat? And I'm like, are you going to send me a dick pic? Because if you're going to send me a dick pic, I'm not interested. Like, I mean, I don't use Snapchat really anyways, but it's there. It's, it happens all the time, like that they want to immediately move to Snapchat. And I mean, I've talked about it in like episode one where like, first of all, I don't want to use that as my main form of communication, but I, I definitely also know what Snapchat's for nowadays. I feel mm -hmm. like most people do use it, especially in the like dating online scene. Like you do use it to like exchange pictures and knowing that those pictures can go away and don't stay, you know? Um, actually I had, I have a screenshot of a conversation I had with a guy on Bumble a little while ago, um, because I saved it because of this episode. So like I asked him some dumbass question, like if you were stuck in five feet of water, would you rather fight a shark or an alligator? Probably. I didn't save the whole conversation. We sent like two voice notes back and forth. Like he sent one, I sent one and then I fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Then he texted me in the morning and said, what are you doing love i don't fucking know you first of all the then he fuck? sent me an audio message and in the audio message this is at 9 a.m he's like i woke up so horny this morning and then sends me a picture of him in what i can only assume is like his work uniform with what i can only assume is really hard to see which is unfortunate for him um like a boner you said it's really hard to see which is unfortunate for him <laughs> oh are we showing it i can't see <laughs> well i think yeah. i i think i saw it but i don't really know i didn't want to see it 
And so then I Thanks responded with, uh, well, I'm going to pass on this one. And then he said, understand. And I was like, cool, a guy who took no for an answer, you know. And then I was like, cool, wish you the best, you know, because I'm going to get the last word in. I don't want to be the person, you know. And then he said, you too, love. And then like 10 minutes later, he said, can I get your snap? And I said, not if you're going to send me pictures of your dick. And then he never responded. And then he unmatched me. So I feel like it was going that direction. I mean, it immediately started off that way. And that was on Bumble, like not even through Snapchat or something else. So it's it doesn't happen as often anymore, but it used to be some something that happened a lot. Yeah, that that's weird. Yeah, dude, I feel like. God damn, dude, I have never sent anybody in my whole life a dick pic ever, ever, not even one person ever claps to you. Good job. I just I just think they're stupid. Like, first of all, I don't know, like, just who who's looked at a dick and been like, that's a good looking dick. I mean, nobody. I don't even look. I don't, I don't even look at my dick, and I'm like, as soon as like, even when I go pee, I'm like, okay, there it is. Look up, like immediately, look away. Like, like I don't even I don't, like looking at my own dick. Like, I don't why know. The I mean, fuck? I've exchanged like dirty pictures with people before, and sometimes like, but it it's more for them getting like I'm like sending them a picture, they get excited, and then that gets me excited. But I don't need to see their picture. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it's dicks don't look good. Like they're not like they're just not they're good not looking. Like they're weird looking, and then most yeah. guys when they do take pictures like that take them in weird angles or like weird spots. I, I hope he's not listening to this. And I, but I did give him shit for it. I had a guy send me pictures like we were or a video actually. We were kind of like talking, you know, and he sent me a video of him, like, doing stuff in his car. Like he was like, in his car, like in his mm-hmm. like in the parking lot somewhere doing things to himself i was like excuse me you ruined it for me this is weird because now if someone knocks on your door you're catching charges like you're catching a case <laughs> like what the fuck yo yeah that just wasn't smart i just yo for real in your car like in, in your, your car? car dude that's wild like i appreciate here, like, the sentiment but like <laughs> you're out here like nicholas go to john bro in a in a mcdonald's for like <laughs> nine hours chill sir relax man it's yeah. not that important i promise never don't do that now he yeah. can't go within 100 feet of a school it's a whole thing like yeah don't it's a be whole stupid. thing stupid like whatever he was doing like, i'm just like what like homie you couldn't wait till you got home god damn like in his car yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's fine. I gave him shit for it. I was like, you know, this would have been nice if you weren't in your fucking car. Like, now it's weird. Yeah, true. I don't, I've had, I mean, I, I've had girls before, like, tell me that. Like, because I'm also just not one for pictures. But I've had girls before be like, hey, you want to see a picture? And I'm like, I mean, if you're offering, sure, go for it. And she's like, okay, but send me one first. And I'm like, nah, not that important. And she's like, okay, fair. And then she'll send it to me anyway. And I'm like, I'm still not sending you a picture in return. And she's like, no, that's okay. I didn't really want it. Uh, bet. Like, sounds good, I guess. Like, it's sick. It just doesn't do it for me. It's like, if, if I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, it, people like it. And I would say, like, when I was younger, it was definitely something that I was more into. But I think that was because my ease of access to, like, going over to someone's house to, like, hook up was a lot, like, slimmer because, like, I was younger and maybe didn't have my own car or, like, I lived with people yeah. or whatever the case is. And now it's just, like, if I really wanted it that badly, I just would go hook up with someone. 
Yeah, it's really not that hard to do. Like, I'm beyond like be 100% honest with you. It's so easy to hook up right now, like just in general. Yeah. And that's why like, I think that's why dating is so much harder than it used to be because there's so much more access. Mm -hmm. Like, um, there's a a website called profilehelper.com, which I think is a website that kind of helps people build like their dating profiles. And the founder, Eric Resnick said that swipe apps have trained the generation of single adults to look on, look at online dating as more of an, a video game than as a viable way to make a real connection, because it's just so easy to just like swipe through and move through and like pick the next person, pick the next person. You have like a million options in your pocket all the time. What'd you just say? Yeah, you would know if you listened and you weren't taking your headphones off and shit. Um, I had to adjust my hat. I said that you have like a million options in your pocket at like all the time. So it's like really easy to just treat it as a video game and not move forward with, you know, all of this stuff. Like, or not build that real connection, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it is weird how like we are almost exclusively like dating on apps nowadays, like just swiping. And so, which also is just a little unfair because you're basically, I don't know how it was for women, but I feel like for men, how many times do you actually like look at their profile? Like picture pops up, you're like left, right, left, right, left, 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 right, left, right. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're not really even reading profiles. You're just like, if she's attractive, I'll swipe right. If she's not, I'll swipe left. And let's just see how it goes. That's kind of, yeah. I've also just like, I feel like, what I've learned from like dating and my experience or like, like Bumble dude is they're never bro. Their, their profiles are just like such a big fucking lie. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how many people that I've like met on like Bumble or some shit. And then like, I've, I've started doing this thing where I'll like video call them or something before mm-hmm. I like actually go on a date with them. Just because like you took these pictures eight and a half years ago when you were 23. Yeah. And now when you get to the date, you're 200 pounds heavier. You've got three kids and a mustache like dog fucking you. You catfished me is what you did. I'm calling, I'm calling the show right now and we're getting to the bottom of this. Like it's just, it's frustrating. Yeah. I've had that happen to me a few times too, where like the picture they, posted was from a few years ago and now they've gained weight and it's like nobody like i'm not saying like being gaining weight is a problem i just mean like why didn't you just take a current picture and include that in your profile because now Mm -hmm. like i just feel lied to i feel like i like if you could lie about that why can't you lie about anything else that's more serious you know like just be who you are yeah so that the expectations of what you're supposed to look like are much clearer like or i've had a couple of guys who like take their like their selfies on their profile like they're attractive guys but the way that their pictures are is like angled in a, in a way where you can't tell about their body type and it's not that i'm like attracted or not attracted to certain body types but then i show up to a date and they're like 400 pounds i'm like look mm. homie like it's not a matter of that but it's like i'm very much on this healthy lifestyle and it's very clear that you're very much not. And mm-hmm. I would have been a heads up would have been cool. Like, yeah, and I'm not, not saying to be like, so like shallow about it. You know what I mean? But yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying like, if you, if you've gained like 10, 15 pounds or whatever, like, yeah, that's like fine. Right. Cause like, that's not, but I feel like if you're, yeah, it's mainly just the people that are like, yo, I took this picture three and a half years ago when I could fit into that dress. And now I haven't been able to fit into that dress comfortably in, two whole years yeah like that's an issue dog like fucking now you're just lying to people and like i think that's what it is um i think it's like blatantly lying to people 
And it's the, but it's also just because of the like increase in technology in general, being able to edit photos, being able to pull photos from other people's accounts and use those. And mm -hmm. it also prevents that face-to-face -face conversation. So you're not able, like video calling is a great idea because you don't even know this person anyways. So you should probably get to yeah. know them a little bit before you meet them in general. Yeah. But, you know, we're not, we're texting and we're snapping and we're DMing and we're maybe talking on the phone, but we're not really having that face-to-face -face communication. So you're not even getting to know people on top of the fact that we don't even know who they're, they are who they say they are, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I agree with that 110%. Yeah. And in the Modern Romance book, Aziz Ansari talks about a study that they did where they talked to like some high school or college students and the younger men in the group were actually talking about how they were terrified, like deadly terrified of having to call someone and they would rather text. And even the women were like, mm, like, I would rather he not call me. Like if he called me too soon, it would be weird. And, um, but then other women, like the older women were like, actually, it would actually be kind of interesting for him to like make that move and it would be brave and attractive and would actually build a better connection before our, even our first mm -hmm. date, because we're able to talk and it'll make me feel safer about meeting this person that I've never met before. But it just, I don't know, texting allows you to like hide behind the screen and say whatever you want to mm -hmm. say. And so, like you said, personalities, like your profile will say something about like how you are and then you get to know this person and you find out that they're actually not that way because they can say whatever they want to say and it leads to people being more comfortable saying rude or disrespectful or inappropriate things and it also is leading to like people not being able to communicate because they don't have to like they can just they can just not say what they want to say or not communicate what they're thinking or feeling and then if, if they really don't want to talk about it at all they can just block you and you never have to talk to them again you know i feel like that's like that's true because i think that I've been on dates where I've, they've been like so talkative and shit, I guess like over text and it's been awesome. And then when you sit down and then you go like, you're actually there, bro. They have nothing to say. Mm -hmm. Fucking nothing. Can't hold a conversation. Can't say exactly. a fucking word. When, if you're not talking, it's just silence. And it's so frustrating because it's just like, yo, that's another thing too, though. I feel like just in terms of like phone calls and like Bumble and just like the time, like the day and age that we live in studies, like just in terms of asking people gen z versus millennials like millennials are really the only ones anymore that like want to actually like hey that guy at the bar is cute come up to me like if if i was to come up to you in person and like ask you out mm -hmm. millennials are like the only ones right now that are like yes i love when people in public ask me out like there gen z bro we're like no 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 like it's weird if somebody approaches me in public and asks me for my number and i think that's so fucking odd because like that's literally the best way to do it. Like you, you see me, like I, you see what I'm looking like, like this is you, like, like I I'm see wearing you interacting with people. I see what you look like in person. And now we can already tell that there's like, I have a physical attraction to you. Now let's talk and get to know each other, go out, spend more one-on-one -on -one time and build the like emotional connection. Right. But yeah, according to like studies, it is, it's considered weird whenever people come up to you um, for Gen Z people, it's really considered weird for the majority whenever they ask you out in public. And I think that sucks because dating is weird. Dating is hard. And so what? You're just almost completely confined to just dating apps because mm -hmm. then you complain about dating apps. Like you don't like it when you ask me out. You don't like it when I, you, you don't want me to ask you out in person, but then you get tired of dating apps and all you do is complain about dating apps. So like, where's the in-between? 
Yeah, I think, I mean, in the book as well, they talked about how people in the older days would like marry friends they grew up with and people that live down the street from them and like people that they know already, like a high school right. sweethearts and those types of things. And that's where that term came from. And now it's like, if you don't do that, you have to somehow meet this person, go through all the little things of getting to know someone and then date, whether that is you know, because you met them online or you met them in person. And it's really hard to find the right way to do that. Because if I was out with my friends and someone came up to me, I'd be like, yeah, if I wanted to talk to you, I would have talked to you. Like, right. Like dip. Like, I don't want to talk to you. And I mean, even like, I don't know. It's so difficult because even if you are like hitting on people in person, you can still be the person like in trying to build a relationship with someone you met in person. You can still just be talking to people online and no one will ever know. Yeah. Well, and then it's just like, for me, I don't know, man, I like, this is my biggest problem with dating is like, I don't trust people, dude. Like, even if mm -hmm. I meet you online, and like, I get to know you and shit, I just I don't really trust people because you have so many people that are like, I've never been cheat, like I, I've been cheated on. And that's why I'll never cheat. I'll never cheat. I'll never cheat. And then those people always cheat. Like, I just think it's you know, like, it's just dating is weird because I just looked up this statistic while I was doing this research, 60, 30, anywhere from 30 to 60% of married couples confess that they cheated on their partner while they were like married 30 to That's 60%. Wild. Like, so how do you easy. trust people? Yeah. Like you have, I mean, in Aziz Ansari's book, like he says like, quote today, if you own a smartphone, you are carrying a 24 seven singles bar in your pocket. Like, because it's so easy to just message anyone you want, whether it's on a dating app or just somebody you're friends with on Facebook. Like, and half the mm -hmm. time we spend so much time on our phones, we don't even realize that it's alarming that our partner might be spending more time on their phones because we're all just so engrossed into the technology nowadays that it just doesn't seem weird. And I feel like that's made it worse. Like, I'm not saying cheating didn't happen before, you know, before technology was a big thing. But I feel like the reason that it's getting so such a ramped up thing is because it's just the access, the exposure, the pretty girls on Instagram, the pretty the good looking guys on Instagram, you know, like you can just see it so much more frequently, so much more often that you, you're always wondering, like, is or you could always be wondering, did I pick the best option or is there something better out there? Yeah, I mean, it's frustrating. Cause it's like, you can't trust people. And then, and then here's another thing that in my research I was, I was looking up, but, um, whenever, like, so now I have a question for you. So Megan, like if you're dating somebody and you've made it official and it is just you two, like, okay, Hey, like we're boyfriend and girlfriend mm -hmm. now, like this is it. Right. Are, is, is that person allowed to date somebody else or have sex with somebody else or flirt with somebody else? No, not if we're an official mm -hmm. relationship. And in that case, we would be exclusive. So, so no open relationships, right? I mean, not unless I was talking to that person and we agreed for it to be an open relationship. But no, not not just inherently, they're allowed to see other people. Right? Well, but then that's the thing is like, are you how open are you to an open relationship? I don't know. I think it depends on the circumstances. Like, I feel like if it we've, we've kind of talked about this before, like outside of the research for this outside of, you know, stuff. And it's like, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like if I just was like, I was happy with this person, but maybe for whatever reason, like more specifically, I guess for me, um, like 
if I was like with a man, but maybe we were wanting to explore options with like me to be with a woman, for example, like maybe, but I'm, I'm pretty jealous and possessive. And I think the idea of it sounds a lot more appealing than the actual action of doing it and being open right. and allowing the person that's supposed to be like committed to me and open and like my person be someone else's person. Yeah. Well, so that's, I guess that's like kind of the point that I was getting at is like, apparently according to a lot of people right now, when it comes to people with like Gen Z, they're like the people, Gen Z, we don't like monogamy anymore. So a study found that 57% of Gen Z is willing to consider a non-monogamous relationship. But so there's this dating uh, app called Ashley Madison mm-hmm. um, and 59%. Yeah, 59% of Gen Z on Ashley Madison said that they want an open relationship, that that's yeah. what they're searching for, that that's what they want. But do you, know, do you know 30... what Ashley Madison is? Uh, I, I know it's a dating website, but no, yeah, I don't well, know what it is. There's a lot of drama behind it, but essentially in the past, I don't know what currently it's been used for, but in the past it was used for specifically spouses to find someone to cheat on their spouse with like a husband Mm. to cheat on his wife or a wife to cheat on her husband with this specifically in the past it was husbands cheating on wives and there was like a whole scandal because at some point it got hacked and like a list of all of these like high profile people that had been using this app to like access escorts or or just people to sleep with not necessarily like professional sex workers but um yeah to sleep with other people so of course anyone on ashley madison with the premise of the background of it is going to be like open to like non-monogamy because sure kind of the premise of that specific dating app that makes sense yeah i I mean i don't know what they like market towards now i I mean i have no idea but that was probably like 10 years ago 15 years ago that that was like a big a big thing that it went out yeah damn um, but 34% of all Americans describe their ideal relationship as an open or polyamorous relationship. And so in asking that question, why is it that so many people nowadays don't want a monogamous relationship? Like, why is it that so many like, why is it that it's so difficult to find somebody seemingly difficult to find somebody that wants a monogamous relationship but then Mm -hmm. on top of that why is it so hard to trust people and so there is a relationship expert and coach susan winter and she thinks she has an answer for that and her answer her her thing is she says that some couples engage in open relationships to obtain sexual emotional satisfaction sexual and emotional satisfaction and that they otherwise may not get in their primary primary relationship uh an open relationship is obviously a couple that have a partnership where they are Mm -hmm. primary that person that they're in a partnership with that's their primary partner right and Mm -hmm. they decided to be together mutually both of them decided to be together but it's important this is what susan winter says she goes it's important to allow uh another people or other people into your romantic space she says that we understand we can't get we need to understand that we can't get everything from one person and that it's too much to ask from someone to be our everything our intellectual companion our play companion our financial equal and our sexual desire all at the same time that that is why we need to have open relationships because it is impossible and it's unfair to ask one person to be all of those things to you at the same time i disagree i think that's the point I think that if you can't find somebody to be all of that for you at the same time, you're settling. 
and it's that's not exactly the right person. what it is. You know what I right. mean? Like, like I'm not saying that open relationships or polyamory doesn't work for some people. Like maybe they are happy, maybe they are fulfilled and that's your, that's its own thing. But like in a general sense, like the reasoning behind it being because I can't find all of these, you know, I can't take all these boxes out of one partner. Well, then that's not the right fucking partner. Right. And I think that what if that's the reason that that's like the day and age that we're in, right? Is like you, I don't know. I think it's just, it's interesting because what if we're just like not giving people enough time? What if like, yeah, you've been with five or six people and those people just haven't been like what you need them to be. Mm -hmm. And so instead of actually going out there and trying, People are getting lazy. People are getting lazy. And so what if it's just like you're tired of searching, which also is fair. Like I'm not saying that being lazy in that area is a bad thing. Like I'm saying that it can get frustrating and it can get irritating. And so like what if you just get tired of searching? And so you're like, okay, fuck it. Like this guy is good at sex. And this dude is like really, really good at hearing me and like listening to me and giving me advice. Like I'm just going to date both of them because fuck it. Like I'm tired. You know what I mean? Like Mm – I mean, I think, I think it's because it's also so fast paced. And for example, I, I feel like most people don't enter into an open relationship immediately. Like as soon as I meet someone, we're not going to be, or as soon as we like decide to make it official, it's probably not automatically an open relationship because you're supposedly, you know, building the trash, building the connection. So for me personally, my thoughts, what I know about people who've been in open relationships, my friends that have been in open relationships, it's after a while they've been together things like they're struggling through something, someone's struggling with like sex or whatever the case is. And you've got to fulfill that need somewhere else. But instead of ending things with that partner and having to start over completely with someone new, you bring someone else into the mix and not saying that's a bad thing. And maybe that's not the motivation for a lot of people. I would hope that if you're going through like an open relationship, it's strictly for the fact of like, I want to bring extra people into my life because I want the fulfillment of that, not because I'm struggling in another area with my partner and I need to bring someone else into it to fix it because it's not really going to fix the problem. But I do think that the like starting over and rebuilding a relationship or ending a relationship that's been long-term to um, start over again, you know, is it's scary for people. It's not possible for some people. I mean, you may own a house mm-hmm. together, you may, you know, whatever the case is, and you just can't start over. So rather than, you know, leaving things or ending things and starting over, you have to make it work with what you have available to you. And that might be, yeah. you know, like being in a open relationship or a polyamorous relationship, because those are kind of two different things, polyamory and open mm-hmm. relationships. Open would be like, we're both kind of sleeping with other people. We're not particularly like, doing it together or one person might be sleeping around or dating other people and the other person's not. But polyamory in general usually means that all of the partners are kind of involved with each other in some way, shape or form. Um, Maybe not. I mean, polyamory can mean also like a a single couple is now the one person is dating other people and the other person's dating other people. And they actually have like meaningful, loving, you know, relationships with those people. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a weird concept to me. Like, again, the idea sounds a lot more appealing than it actually is. Cause the idea is like, oh yeah, I can fuck whoever I want whenever I want. My partner can't get mad at me. But then when you actually like sit down and think about the logistics of it, like if you can do it now, your partner's allowed to do it. And then mm-hmm. is that something that you want for them to be able to go and put, give other people the attention? Um, you, right. I feel like you'd have to be really secure and trusting and loving and communicative and happy in your, sur- your current relationship before you could bring anyone else into it. 
Yeah. I just, I think for me, dude, like if I'm, if I'm looking for a relationship, man, fuck that shit. I don't want to share. Like, fuck that. That's fair. If I'm not, if I'm not good enough to be that person's like person, then like, it's just not the person. And I think that's fine. Like, and if you're, that's your way of thinking, like I support you and like, that's fine. I just Mm -hmm. think that there's so, there's so, there seems to be a lot of people in such a stigma going around that a lot of people really think they have to follow the trends and the patterns and like you don't have to mm-hmm. like whatever you want is okay. And, and I think that it's just, it's annoying because I see so many times, like so many people will say like, I want monogamy or polyamory, like whatever it is. And people are like, well, you're stupid. People are always going to have something to say. Like, I just think that God, it's so, it's so difficult for dating because there are people in their thirties and forties that still don't know what the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. And it's well, just and like, think, well, how I'm 26. Like, how the fuck, if you don't know, how the fuck am I supposed to know what I, I want? I think that's another thing that impacts it too. And I actually talked about this with the guy on my date last night where it's like, it takes a while for people to grow up, find themselves, mm-hmm. find what they're looking for, um, you know, get into a career that they like, get to making the mon- amount of money that they want to be making into a good, you know, living situation that they want to be in. And so like, by the time you do all of that, now it's like, fuck now I have to talk to somebody like Mm -hmm. now I have to get to know I have to ask everybody what their favorite colors are and you know talk to 14 different people before I find one person that actually I connect with and it's I mean yeah I don't know the dating experience or dating app experience is is pretty different for women I I think compared to men Um, I mean I can go on a dating app on any of them and you know get likes pretty quickly yeah. But I, I feel like most of my guy friends don't have that experience with dating apps. I mean, even the guy that I went on a date with last night was like, he's like, I'm lucky if I get like two matches in a week, you know, like Damn. it's really just not a thing. Like, it's not that I'm not liking people first. It's more just like even the people that I have talked to are they're either not communicative or but like the date, the pool is smaller because they're just not getting as much access to people to talk to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I could go on, I could open Bumble right now and I can swipe on however many people I need to. And I could probably get a couple, you know, a dozen matches and not have 12 yeah. people to talk to. And yeah. I think it's just a different experience. And so then the, the dating pools are smaller. The options are smaller. Not on top of that. You're still growing as a person. I mean, if you had asked me two years ago, like what I was like, like what I was like as a person two years ago, I fucking sucked, dude. Yeah, like, that's fair. I was there. You did suck. I'm kidding. Yeah. You're great. No, I did. I'm like <laughs> barely a good person. You know what I mean? Like, I think I'm a good person now, but I'm like barely there. Like people struggle. Like you're learning, you're growing, you have your own struggles that you're working through your own life that you're trying to get to. And I think that's mm-hmm. kind of ties back into what we said earlier, where like the dating thing is taking longer. The marriage thing is taking longer because we're, it's not a linear path anymore. And people are learning more about themselves and doing their own thing and mm-hmm. living their life how they want to before they worry about those things. Or if they're worrying about it, it's just like in passing while they're fun- focusing on the other aspects of their lives. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, dude, I don't know. I feel like whenever you're looking for success, um, and I, cause here's another thing too. Like you talked about this for like, okay, Hey, cool. Like I'm just starting to find myself and now I have to like, just somehow find a way to like start a relationship with somebody and do all this. That's why breakups suck too. Like it is emo- it's so emotionally draining, like being with somebody and then breaking mm-hmm. up with that person. And then it's just like, say you're in a relationship for six months. Well, in six months you are like, 
you're emotionally attached to that person. Um, you understand each other. If you guys were having sex six months into it, you guys pretty well understand like what each other's like sexual needs are. And then like now it's like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to take some time, let the breakup pass. And then you let the breakup pass. And it's okay. Hey, well, like maybe I'm ready to go out and date somebody else. And then it's like, damn, now you got to figure out, now you got to reestablish an emotional connection. Now you got to reestablish feelings. Now you got to reopen up again. Now you got to lower those same walls that you had to lower for the other person. Now you got to figure out how your sexual chemistry works all over again. And it's so frustrating yeah. and it's so annoying. And then it's just like, God, dude. And then and it's, it's fast paced because it almost yeah. feels like when you see your friends and relationships or dating or whatever the case is, when you break up with someone, no matter how long you were together, it almost feels like you can't, like you're expected to not be alone. You can't possibly be happy if you're alone. And so you almost feel like you have to immediately like download an app or go meet mm -hmm. someone or whatever, however your preferred method is to immediately start getting to know people again. And and then you're not even properly healing from, you know, the, these breakups and things like that, because you're just immediately moving on to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. And whether that's hooking up or dating or like rebounding or whatever you want to call it, like there's a lot, like you're just, a lot of people don't take that time to like stop and heal and process before they, you know, move on. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And it's, it's a lot, like it sucks and it's sad. And then it's, it gives you social anxiety and it gives you like, how do you trust other people? Mm -hmm. And then it, you have to deal. And it's, it sucks for like the other people that aren't a bad guy that could be good if you gave him a chance, but you don't want to give him a chance because how do you restart? I don't know. I think it's annoying. Um, well, and I think it's, it's stressful too, because even when you do restart, now there's so many fucking options. You can get on whatever app yeah. and there's all of these people that you can possibly talk to, date, hook up with, sleep with, whatever the fuck. And yeah. that leads to, you know, if you have all these options and the other person has all these options, there's people that like now people are being more flaky. They're not really showing like compassion when trying to battle like or like handle multiple relationships at once. If they are like talking to like multiple people. I And... I feel like it, it gets but, even more confusing because another person is just a swipe away if you if you're not into you know the person that you're currently messaging or whatever the case is. See, I agree with that, but I also slightly disagree with that. And the reason I disagree with that a little bit is because it's like if you have all these options, other people also have not necessarily true. I mean, Dude, you went on a no. date with last night. Like you get how many matches in a day like like and the thing is is uh, this is something like i want to make kind of clear too is because like i've had a lot of girls say things like this to me um in the past and kind of be a little like kind of be dicks about it um i had a girl tell me one time on a first date she was like talking about dating apps and talking about bumble and she and she was like um kind of blunt about a lot of shit but she was like she she had made the comment and i'm trying to remember exactly what it was but it was something along the lines of like i get so many matches on bumble like i get so many matches on bumble i get just as many matches on tinder like i can do whatever i want so like if you're going to be in a relationship with me you better work your ass off like you're going to be drained because mm -hmm. if you don't work your ass off like i'll just go cheat on you with somebody else like i have options that you don't have don't be a dick. Like not yeah. all dudes don't get swipes, dog. Like understand that shit. Like I get just as many swipes as you do on fucking like Bumble. Like I have a weird, I have a weird experience. Well, like I mean, we've talked about that too. I think that you're the exception to that rule because I can't, I mean, every guy I've ever dated 
every guy I've ever messaged, talked to and when it, if it comes up, like how many people are you talking to? Or like, how is your experience on these apps or whatever the case is? Like it, unless they're just telling me what I they think I want to hear, because maybe it might be like weird for them to say, like, I have, I got tons of bitches. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, they all say the same thing. Like I only get a couple of matches a month and most of them right. are bots or it's all girls that just want to like, you know, s- support their only fans. Or if they do are like our real people do want to talk, they are dry. They don't have a good conversation. It's really hard to communicate with them. And it's like, if you can't connect through text, then you're not going to connect in person. Then you're not going to connect mm-hmm. further. And, um, but I, I think what I meant by like the many options is not necessarily that the other person might have as many options available, right. but all they have to do is open back up their phone and they can swipe on more people. Right. And while that doesn't mean that they're going to match, it just means that the, the possibility of, you know, if you have, if you have multiple options, they could too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I well, think that sure. that makes people second yeah. guess too, because like I talked about earlier, it makes you wonder like, could you have done better? Is there someone better out there? Because I mean, it's hard. It's hard to pick anything. Like I struggle just to pick a movie to watch because mm-hmm. there's so many fucking options available to me with my smart TV. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and now the same thing is the same with dating. Like I have two different guys I can talk to and they both are great in two different ways, but I have to decide which one I want to be exclusive with. Yeah, it's like The Bachelor. Yeah, I know. Who's getting my roses? I don't do fucking know. Who do you fucking pick, dude? <laughs> you gotta fucking pick. You can't date them both. But Actually. that's the struggle. Because, you. I mean, if you don't date them both and you have to pick between them, what if you do have, like... I mean, obviously, this is very early on in, in like, a talking situation where... But, like, you have to decide when it becomes, like, more serious. Are you going to talk to both of them? Which Are you going to pick one? How are you going to determine which one is the better option? And will you ever... Mm-hmm will you look back and say, well, what if I chose the other guy? Right. And that's kind of another thing too, is like, I wonder how many females specifically, because if it is true, like I've asked, like in preparation for this, um, I've asked a lot of my male friends, like how many, how many matches do you get on Bumble a week? How many swipes do you get? Like one a week, three or four a month, like dog, like what dude? I, I like just checked my Bumble and I don't say this to gloat, but it is weird to me. Like, dude, in like in the past two hours, I've had 30 new likes. Like I don't necessarily understand. Cause like my friends are good looking dudes. Like I'm not friends with the ugly people. <laughs> like, like I don't understand what the big difference is between them and I, like, I'm not sure, but I do wonder how many women out there have that mindset. And they'll, they'll probably like, they'll never tell you. But I do wonder how many women out there have the mindset of like, yo, I genuinely could do whatever the fuck I wanted because I've gotten a mm-hmm. hundred likes today. Like I've I mean, gotten 200 likes today. I and used then, to look at it that way. Like, yeah, I don't anymore because it's not about like, I'm looking for something genuine. I want a connection. I want to really like build something with someone. So no matter how many likes I have, like it, if it doesn't click, it doesn't click. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not someone who's going to gloat about it. Like, yes, I have. I mean, last time I looked, like I had like 250 plus, you know, likes total that I could go through if I wanted to. And I don't, what would I do with 250 men? Yo, for real. And not all of those are going to be people that I would be interested in continuing dating or like, you know, starting something with or getting to know more or anything like just based off of, I mean, unfortunately, online dating is also a very shallow experience because like you said, you're not really reading profiles. You're looking at a picture. If you find them attractive, you're going to swipe, you know, swipe whichever direction based on the level of attractiveness. And then it goes further 
hopefully to become something more emotional and connection and that type of thing. But it's, it is essentially at first look based on physical attraction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it still is just one of those like, I mean, I asked a lot of friends about their dating experiences too. And just kind of seeing what their their thoughts were just not necessarily on dating apps, but just like their dating life, right. And when I asked them, like, how many dates have you been on? They were like, in the last year, between all of them, I asked five people or got answers from five people. They'd been on 58 dates total between the five of them. So it's like mm. average, like nine and a half dates between them. Because that, and that's a lot to me. Like, I mean, I know I go on a lot of dates, but I've never, that's, if, if I had been on 58 dates in the last year, that's at least one date a week. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's true. I think, uh, and then most the of them is, said that they were yeah. like maximum one to two dates per person that they had been going on dates with. Like they match with someone, they go on a date with them and then maybe they get one or two dates out of it. And then a lot of them said that it ended in just the other one ghosting each other. And it's like, why not just mm-hmm. communicate if you can't, like, if it's not working, it's not working. But I think that because you don't have to communicate anymore, like I don't have to send you a letter. I don't have to call and tell you that, um, I don't want to see you anymore. I can just block you and never talk to you again because we have no connections outside of this like dating app that we've met on. Now you can just ghost people. Yeah. And that brings up a whole nother set of problems when it comes to dating. Dude, I've had, yo, and that's another thing is like people, people are weird. Like people, people get, people unmatch other people for the weirdest reasons in the world. Like I had a girl unmatch me yesterday, two days ago, which is fine because I wasn't going to take her out anyway, but I had a girl unmatch me because she, she, she made a typo and, but the typo was the word alien. Like, I don't know what she meant to say, which is why I was confused, but she, or the typo was the word alien. And I was like what did you do with an alien? Literally like what I said back, I was like, what did you do with an alien? And she was like, you're weird. And then unmatched me. I was like, I'm not even the one that said it, bro. <laughs> like you're the one that said it, but, uh, but that's what yeah. I'm saying because now there's so <laughs> many, there's so many other like, okay, fine. It doesn't work with this one. There's another one. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't yeah. mean that they have match on match on match lined up, but I just mean like, because there's so many options for them to swipe on, they will swipe and match with someone soon. Whether, oh, 100%. You know, Easy. Yeah, absolutely. And will. so it's like it can be something so trivial and little that causes you to just move on. And with that, it's it makes it worse because you don't even have to build a connection. Mm-hmm. You can talk with someone, you can get dinner, you know, and then you never have to talk to them ever again. I'm curious, like if, if, if you're if you're a girl and you're listening to this and you're on Bumble. What the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you only <laughs> like, how, how the fuck are you like swiping left so many times that some of these dudes are getting two likes a week, bro? Like a like a week. Like, what the fuck are you doing out there? How, like the fuck, like, what is your, what are your standards? What are you, what are you, what, how picky are you? Like, I just, I don't understand either they're lying or you're being ridiculous. It's one of the two. <laughs> like, like. But, but I I've, promise, like, I've, I mean, that's my experience that I've seen, like, you know, the guys that I've talked to, dated, matched with, whatever, that have talked about it, have all said that it's all been, like, really low numbers. And I'm like, that's so shocking to me, like, mm-hmm. because I have, gr- like, I, great experiences is not the right way to put it. But I have lots of experiences on dating apps that um, it's a pretty apparent that other people don't have those same experiences. Like, they're not good, but there's multiple of them. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's it's a lot easier for me to just be like, yeah, I had a good experience on Bumble because I can just talk to, I mean, I can go on right now and probably swipe through the first 10 people and one of them will probably be a match. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, speaking of Bumble and things of that nature, I have a list here of women that went on dates with men and they compiled a list of icks. And these are <laughs> the top 15 icks that women have said about their dates either in the past year or their current mm -hmm. boyfriends. Are you ready for this? Yes. One woman said, she said, not being good at sex is such an ick. But then if you're too good at sex, it's such a turnoff. I mean, what the fuck? What do that they makes want no then? sense. Like, what do you, you want like, somebody to be subpar at sex? Like, what the fuck? Like, you want, like, if they're going to be a long-term partner, don't you think you'd want them to be good? Good at sex? Yeah, like, what the shit? Because if uh, they're not good, you're not going to enjoy it, and you're not going to want to do it, you know? Like, And then you're going to want to be in a polyamorous or open relationship, and then you're, you're going to want to move on to the too. next person. Like, yeah, like, what do you want from people? I, I don't understand. Number two, celebrating your birthday. <laughs> so what, you can't be born? This you is can't giving be that, born. that guy on TikTok who has that list. The list guy? Yeah. yeah. Don't he kills me. Be, don't exist. Don't be born, apparently. Don't like, be born. Bullshit. Like, that's so dumb. Like, of course, celebrate your birthday. Blow out your candles. Don't let anybody tell right. you that you can't. If she doesn't like that you blow out your candles, then she's not the girl for you. You're not. She's not the one that you're supposed to blow out candles to. All right. One person said, if you have the name James, Tyler, Matt, or Michael, she'll never That's even give him a chance. for all of those people. <laughs> you so can't like, help what you were named, bro. Every average person that was born in the 90s is screwed. Pretty much. Uh, being nice. You're not supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be an asshole to the girls that you go on dates with. Um, this is funny. Wearing water shoes at a water park. <laughs> okay, I can kind of what? understand that one. I'd be like, what the fuck? No. Like you don't need it at a water park. Like grow what up. What about when you go to a beach? I guess that's, that's when different because there's shoes. like glass the and stuff like Shells. beach or the lake. Yeah, but the water park in theory should be a safe place. And like if you can't handle walking barefoot, grow the fuck up. That's true. Uh, chasing a ping pong ball. <laughs> like I guess if you're playing ping pong and the ping pong ball goes, if you don't chase the ping pong ball, okay, let it I go. can get that though because it's always awkward. You can never catch it. It keeps bouncing. You have to like bend down. And it's awkward. Like that's weird. Like I could see why that would give someone like the the ick because it's like no one's gonna do that gracefully. Uh, that's true. Number seven is when you go to an ice cream shop and use a little taste tester spoon, but you can't figure out where to put it afterwards. <laughs> that's not their fault. No, but sometimes I'll be doing that shit. Like, I'll just keep it in my mouth. I'm like, I'm going to chew on it. Like, it's a little toothpick or some shit. Because you can't look stupid. You can't be like, this is going to look dumb. You got to keep the spoon in your mouth. You could be like Winston. You could swallow it. And then you could mm. make her pay $1,200 to go get it cut out of your stomach if she oh, wants to be a bitch that, about homie. it. Oh, it was more than that, homie. It was more than $1,200. It was so much more than $1,200. <laughs> uh number eight is walking back after your turn in bowling so you're okay, supposed to just awkward. fucking stand there that's like so what are you supposed though. to do like <laughs> the walk back yes because everybody's looking at you do you cheer because you don't even know like sometimes i turn around before the ball hits because i don't, don't want to know. know what happened and i don't even know what happened do i cheer do i smile do i like dance i'm trying not to fall you know like <laughs> That's awkward. That does not happen to me. First of all, you have terrible balance. Like, if you try not to fall, what the fuck? I feel fuck? personally attacked. On the walk, Megan? 
you can't walk straight on the walk back. You're no, those shoes just, are weird. You're supposed bowling to just stand off to the side. You're like you're supposed to go bowling and then just look at them and be like, "All right, somebody else come up here." And so you just have like a line, and then you're supposed to just huddle back like penguins. I've had so many different guys that I was like, we're planning a first date or planning a date, and they're like, "Let's go bowling," and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> so you can watch me walk away from you, sit there in silence while I walk away, go bowl a ball or whatever you call it. And then I turn around and I have to walk awkwardly back, smiling at you. And then we, then I sit down and then now you leave. So we're never actually talking, like, but also we're just watching each other walk around. That's fucking That's weird. That's true. Okay. That's a fair point. I can get that. Uh, wearing <laughs> this one, this one I fucking get. It's walking angry. In flip flops, <laughs> how do you walk flip, angry flip, in flip flops? Like they make them. Click? I think it's more of like a like a march off. You're like, man, mm. fuck this shit, and then you got the, like the weird walk. It looks like you gotta take a shit because like they're flip flops. You can't like walk out of them. You like walk like you're constipated. That's a fair thing. Um, next one is when he's this one I don't get. It says when he's shopping with his mom for new shoes and she makes him walk up and down the aisle to test out the shoes. If you're a grown man and you're dating a girl and he's like, Hey, babe, let's go buy shoes, and she's like, Absolutely. And then he meets his mom and his mom's like, All right, honey, now walk up and down to make sure that it's good. Give it a little run, take a jump. I'd be done too. The fuck to me, that's like letting his mom, yeah, buy shoes. That's so odd. I'd be like, excuse me, are you Norman Bates? <laughs> like, why are the fuck are we here? Like, I've gone shoe shopping with my mom as an adult. But if she said, get up, walk around, make sure they fit okay. I'd be like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm a grown ass woman. Like, <laughs> I've been doing this for my whole life. Like, Shut I can up. figure it out. Like, might not be good at it, but I can do it. Like, <laughs> The next one is when they go to get a haircut and you wear the little cape the fuck i'm supposed to do is just let it get all over me man go fuck off okay i'm wearing the cape <laughs> girls have capes too we get those too when we get our haircut and done <laughs> she said it's such an ick when my boyfriend goes to get a haircut and he wears the little cape the fuck he's supposed to do he's supposed to just know like, I don't would you want rather him have all those like nasty little hairs all over him versus just a little bit you know because then what you're going to do is you're going to complain that he got in his car and then your next dick is going to be, my boyfriend has little hairs all in his car. Yeah, because you wouldn't let him wear the fucking cape. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, the next one is changing his Bitmoji's outfit. I kind of get it. If you're like Snapchatting a dude and he has, I saw one of my friends would change his Bitmoji outfit every single day like it was his own little person. <laughs> yeah, I'm so serious. He would change his little Snapchat Bitmoji every day. That's that's a red flag. If I'm that's talking weird. to a girl and and her bitmoji has a little outfit, different one every day, I'm like, she has too much time on her I hands. I very She's, rarely have changed mine. Like I think since Bitmoji came out, however long ago that was, I've changed the outfit like maybe three times, and it's only because Snapchat sent me a notification that said, "Hey, new outfits," and I was like, "Oh, cool." And, like put it in a Halloween costume one time. Like, but you can't. every day, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> I feel like that's what would happen. If I was talking to a girl and I saw a notice that her Bitmoji was chained every day, she's unemployed. Like, I can't, she definitely doesn't have a job. Like, she's, it takes she has a long way time. too much time on yeah. her hands. Yeah. You got to change the shoes. Here's, here's a ridiculous one. Number 13 is wearing a seatbelt. You just, so you'd rather I die? He's just mad because your boyfriend wears a seatbelt. The fuck are you supposed to do? Die? Like, yeah, you just you rather I die. Seat belt? Like, um, 
this next one is fucking probably my favorite. It says, thinking about my boyfriend saying, woo, on a roller coaster makes me physically sick. I feel like once you get on a roller coaster, whatever noises you do do or do not make are like pretty woo. much out of your control. Like, you can't control that shit. Imagine, imagine like going to Six Flags and sitting in the thing and strapping down. And then you're like, hell yeah, it's <laughs> happening. And then you like get to the edge and like, and relationship over done you'll never recover from this you're single congratulations i can't imagine that's ridiculous you're not responsible for the excitement that you may or may not experience on a roller coaster uh the last one is when it's windy and he's trying to navigate the napkins (laughs) what when it's windy and he's trying to like control the napkins so they don't fly away i mean all right. I feel like the, you get mad if so he litter. silly. Yo, some yeah. of these are for real dumb. <laughs> like some silly. I mean, I know everybody has those like icks, you know, like those little things that like drive you crazy. I mean, I spent a whole like 20 minutes in one of our episodes talking about some of mine, but like they're all so trivial and like little bitty things <laughs> that like who fucking cares, dude? Mm-hmm. Like that list guy, he cracks me up every single time I see his videos because he's just so like, how are we supposed to exist? Like everything we do is going to bother women. Um, but you know, like it's really not that big mm-hmm. of a deal. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so so in this like general area of stuff, I have a question for you. What mm-hmm. are your biggest turnoffs? Not icks, but turnoffs. Like, if you're on a first date, under the premise of a first date, listen to me, list guy. First date, okay. What's like something? What's a couple things that men can do or have done that you're like, I will never, never go out with him again. So like on the first date, that's like on is the, what you're asking, or just I or just like in general, yeah, fir- just like, like up to the first date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, one of the things is like when they if like if I match with someone and then like pretty quickly, like immediately, they're like, "Let's go out, like let's meet up right now." I'm like, mm, "No, I don't fucking know you." Like, <laughs> I don't know you. Like that's fair. talk to me a little bit, or alternatively, they're like, "Let's like give me your number immediately." Like, homie, oh, you could I be a serial shit, killer. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's at I, least why? send five or t- you know five to ten messages here, like kind of see if we can even hold a conversation in text or in messaging before we move to texting or snapping yeah. or whatever the fuck. Um, I'm also like I don't like it whenever I'm with someone or like on a date and they don't talk about anybody other than themselves. Like they don't let you get a word in. They don't ask you anything Yo. about you. They just talk <laughs> and talk and talk, and it's not. It's just about them. Like you can't even comment like get a comment in about like oh really that's cool where'd you grow up they they don't even let you you know get that in that's crazy Uh, poor hygiene obviously i think that's another one oh dude like when they smell bad or like what's the yeah or like one time i went on a date and i was sitting across the table from this guy and i kept smelling this weird smell and i was like fuck did i forget to put on deodorant like what the fuck is wrong and then as we were like you know, continuing our date, like it wasn't constant, but as we were continuing our date, I was like, this is weird. Like I keep smelling this. I didn't say anything. Cause I thought it was me, you know, like, and then as we were going to say goodbye, he was like, can I hug you? I was like, great. And go to hug him. And it was very much him. Like it wasn't BO. It was almost like bad breath or something like that. Like maybe he didn't brush his teeth. I'm like, mm. fucker, you're going on a date, brush your damn teeth. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Dude, that's a thing. I have straight up like completely, dude, Brad Breath will fuck you up every single time. Yes. Like I have a hundred percent been like so interested in a woman just like 
personality was there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like at one point we like developed sort of like an emotional connection, not like a ton of one, but like a little bit of one and everything was good. And then I kissed her and her breath was so fucking bad that I was like, God damn, like that was terrible. Like, I mm-hmm. hope it was just, I hope it was just like this time I'm going to like leave and I'm not going to say anything. And then the next time I went over there, it was like the same way. And it was like, like she had just brushed her teeth. Like I remember, cause like when I went over to her apartment, she had just gotten out. She was like, yeah, sorry. Like I was brushing my teeth and it was the same way. And I was like, I can't, um, yeah. I can't do this anymore. I think, yeah, no, it's just, I don't get it. Like I understand like some people have like things like medical conditions and stuff that in, like that can impact those things. And it's not their fault in that case, but like in a general sense, like you probably know about it if it's a medical condition. So like, yeah. pop a mint you know what i mean yeah like, my other um, one that before you move on is um i once had a guy say that it wasn't fair for him to listen to the podcast before he got to know me because he was going to get to know me through the podcast before he got to know me like it, me and i was like um it is me like i'm giving you a gateway into getting to know me see me talk like l- hear me talk see some mm-hmm. of my mannerisms like how I talk, see my personality, and yet you won't do it. Like, maybe it's because I love my podcast. I love our podcast. I want people to listen to it. But fuck, like, listen to my fucking podcast. <laughs> like, that's wild. There's nothing wrong with it. Like, it's a, yeah. If I had, like, I know I've complained about this to you a lot where I'm like, I feel like they just get a sneak peek and it's not fair, but it is fair. Like, if you have an online presence, you should be able to use it. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. All right. I have a couple. Um, one is whenever they share too much personal information on the first date. Like if we're sitting down and they're like, so listen, I've been divorced three times. I've got six different kids with three different guys. He abused me, punched me right in the face. I was raped when I was three. I'm like, listen, this is the first, like, I gotta go. Uh, I'm so sorry that that shit happened to you, but I'm gonna head out. Actually, I hope you have the greatest life. I can guarantee many of my first dates did not end up in a second date because I trauma dump so fucking hard. I think it's because I'm like nervous. And so I just like, not all the time. Like I can, it's not like I just walk up to you, sit at the table and I'm like, great. How was your day? Oh, mine was shitty because my dad hates me. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, like whatever trauma <laughs> dump cool. I could drop. Like I would never do that. But like, as soon as a topic comes up, if it comes up somehow, some way that something terrible happened to me, oh, fuck yeah, I'm trauma dumping so hard and I'm sharing way more private information. Like, I'm kind of open about it, so I, it doesn't, like, the boundary is hard for me. Yeah. So I'm, I'm positive, like, that someone has said, nope, I'm never talking to that girl again after that date because I'm like, <laughs> I think I talk way too much and I get way too open and, like, comfortable because I don't have those boundaries for myself. Like, I'd be comfortable if they were talking that way or about some of those, like, more personal things. Yeah. So it doesn't see like to me, it's not as uncomfortable if I say it, but I, I forget that other people have like they don't want to talk about stuff like that too soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one for me is being too sexual on the first date. Like, like, I don't know, man. It's like, I'm not I'm I'm at that point in my life, like full disclosure, where I'm so like done with hookups and just like mm-hmm. sex in general. Like I, if I like have sex with somebody like that's cool, but I'm so over sex in general right now. Like, it's just not new to me. Like I'm just not, it doesn't excite me. You know what I mean? Um, anymore. Yeah, I definitely don't want it to be like that either. Like 
I won't even like, I personally make it my mission to not talk about anything sexual prior to the -hmm. second date, like, or like up until after the second date, like, like not even talk about it because first of all, to me, it shows me that the intentions are different. If that makes sense. Like, I just don't Mm -hmm. want it to be like, I'd rather just get to know each other and then we can figure out the sex thing later. Like, let's, let's try to build some, like, try to get connected minimum first before we do anything else. And so if someone brings it up, like anytime before the second date, I'm done. Like I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'm not interested. This is, I don't want to take it down this path. Like, yeah, I've had a girl before on a date, literally tell me that we should have kids like on that date, like right there, like conceive a child in her car, like right there. Funny enough, she drove a yellow Kia Soul. That's weird. Yeah, um, it was I have in- never said that on a date unless I was joking, unless I was like, haha, like we should get married. You know what I'm saying? Like as a mm-hmm. like joke, we have so much in common. We should just get married now, like joking. But they were also like saying things or joking about that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like another one for me is overconfidence. Um, like and here's what I mean. This is going to make sense to you. And then I'm going to have to figure out how to explain this to other people in the podcast. But Sam's friend. The big one. Hopefully she's you know not listening. But yes, I know who you're talking about. Yo, overconfidence. I don't really even care if she is listening. You annoy the fuck out of me. <laughs> like, well, I don't give a shit more, if you're listening. Because I understand what you're saying. It's not necessarily being overconfident. It's the faking the confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think is what you're yeah. trying to say. Like it's, that. it's not that you shouldn't be confident. Mm-hmm. It's more just like it's so very abundant that you are so very obvious that you're being like annoying about it. Like you're trying to be more confident than you actually are. And it's obnoxious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're taking up, you're taking, you're sucking all of the attention out of the room. Absolutely. Specifically in reference to this person, like you're sucking all of the attention out of the room to where no one else can exist in here. Right. Yeah. That, that's such a turnoff. Like that will make me despise you and just not want to hang out with you. Um, but those are my turnoffs. There are more, but just for the sake of like time and stuff, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. like, those are the biggest Obviously ones. There's other things that I, I yeah. could imagine, like I could think of as being a turnoff, but I feel like for mine, it was just kind of those quick, like off the top of my head, like things that I could think of. And I mean, I don't know. This episode was a hard one because modern dating mm-hmm. is so fucked, it's you know, <laughs> like yeah. that it's hard to like balance it on top of, like, I mean, it's hard to talk about it knowing like that I'm having my own experiences in that in the modern dating world that are just mm-hmm. fucked. Like, it's not been a great experience. If it had, I'd probably be in a long term, healthy, happy, you know, loving relationship. <laughs> yeah, and no um, I really haven't ever been. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that like, you know, I, yeah, dude, I've never been I've been I'm 26 years old. And I have only been in three relationships in my entire life. None of them have lasted longer than six months. That could be a red flag for some people, you know. You know? And and the thing is, is like, th- th- here's what's crazy. I, apart from one of them, I'm friends with all of them. Like, well, not that's like not I'm not friends with them. But like, it didn't end like terribly, like it literally like just mutually like, hey, I'm not feeling mm-hmm. it. I'm good. Um, And, and I, I, I still like follow them on social media. Like I do genuinely wish them the best even like, I feel like I'm a nice guy. Like even the 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 hookup that I had last year. um, You know, you know who I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Dude, I, her, I still wish her the best. I think she's cool still. I just, just yeah, cool most for of else. mine have not ended well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from either, like, not saying from, like, not just from their perspective or from my perspective, like, one of us has always been, like, not treating the other person the way that they deserve mm-hmm. to be treated. You know, so that's fair. Yeah, that's but true. That's a part of, like, my growth through my, like, dating journey and, like, my own mental health journey and that type of thing. And yeah, it's just not, like, Dating is great, and I hope one day everyone who is wanting to meets the person of their dreams, and you fall in love, and you accomplish all the goals that you want to accomplish together. Um, but y'all, if I don't do it soon, I'm just never going to. We should. I, I'm. I'm this close. I'm this fucking close to making a pact with somebody and saying, "Listen, if we're 32 and not married, let's just fucking do it. Let's just get married." Yeah. I'm this fucking close. I'm very close to that. Like forget it. Like I, it's, it's not even a matter of the dating is so fucked that it's not possible. It's more like just the energy that goes into dating nowadays. It's so draining and exhausting. And like, I feel like not even because of the like expectations other people put on me, but the expectations I put on myself and my own anxieties and my own things Mm -hmm. that I'm working through make it so difficult that it's not even something that I want to do like obsessively. You know what I mean? Like a lot, like it's very casual, like not casual dating. Like I want something meaningful and serious, but like for me, it's a very casual action of like getting onto an app and swiping. And like, I used to be like swipe, 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 talking on apps all the time. And now it's like, and now it's just draining, dude. Now it's like once a week, I might open the app and check, check, or like look at the people that I want to like, see if I want to swipe on them. I'm not going through this all the time. Like it's too much. I got too much shit to do. Uh, Not enough time to do it. I would also like to say this again, because I said this a couple episodes ago. Um, But if you we have a decent international following at this point, and this is what I would like to say. If you're a Norwegian and you're just out there (laughs) looking for somebody, yo, I'm right here. Say less. I'll fly to you. We can get married. We can have little Norwegian children. Let please, if you're Norwegian. Half of that was a joke, but seriously, if you are Norwegian, let's go. I'm here for it, hundred percent. That's the only qualification. You just have I'll to delete. be Norwegian. Yo, that's it. You just have to be and female. You have to oh, be Norwegian okay. and and female. Yeah, oh, okay. but I'll delete my bumble for you, hundred percent. I'll delete my bumble for a Norwegian. You don't even have to be a cool Norwegian. You can be a dick. I'll still delete my bumble for you. <laughs> Most of them are dicks, anyways, so it works out. <laughs> yeah, I just it just. <laughs> You know, I feel like we all, I don't know. It just sucks, but it's, I think people can, you can find the light in the situation. You're going to get exactly what you put into it out of it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like what you're putting into it, you're going to get out of it. So you, if you are taking it seriously and you're communicating and you're trying to get those things, then you're going to get that back from someone that you're, you know, matching with and talking to. That's it. That's all I have to say. Also, Florence Pugh, if you're listening to this somehow and you're like, yo, that guy is kind of cute. Let, can I, can I, can you take me on a date? Cause you got like a whole lot more money, but like I, I'll, I'll fly out there. You know what I mean? Like it'll be, yeah. Great. Anyways, right. my friends, comp the merch, WTFTpodcast.com slash shop. Get it while it's fresh. We just dropped a new hoodie. I think today, did we drop a new hoodie yet or Sometime, is it still yeah. in the process? It should be, it should be out by the time they hear this. We're dropping this hoodie soon. Uh, it's got the big logo and then it's got the toast on the arm. Mm-hmm. Comp that WTFTpodcast.com slash shop, my friends. 
Megan, anything else to add? No. Just good Thank luck, for- everybody. Good luck out Good there. Luck. Thank you for watching, <laughs> listening, and subscribing. If you have not already subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Comment down on the video below. Tell us your biggest icks. And don't be dumb, my friends. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.